I don't even know what Super Bowl we're on right now. Neither do I, but at least I know about <laughs> Thanksgiving football. You would have been freaking... What? How old would I have been? Come on, been, I want to hear it. Th- I want to hear it. You would have been a baby. 87, how old would I have been? Stop, you put me on the spot. <laughs> I don't like being put on the spot. It makes me uncomfortable. Wait, I need to figure out how old I am right now. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you got it. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Mr. Aaron Johnson. Hi. Hello. How's it going, sir? How oh, was your Thanksgiving? Wonderfulness? Yes. Yeah, it was great. Yes, it was a good Thanksgiving. Yep. All right, good. Well, welcome to another episode of Use Your Words Podcast, where um, Aaron just got to hear himself talking about figuring out age. and. <laughs> it, Yep. What? No. I'm just, I was trying to remember what you did say. It was 87 was the first one? <laughs> That's what you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what you said. Oh. Never mind then. <laughs> yes. Come on, uh, sir. I, we, I, we only recorded that episode like three or four weeks ago. <laughs> Where that's from. I don't remember what I did last week. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... Welcome to the wonderful, I guess you could say, in-between world of we're between Christmas and Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and the goal is hopefully we're not going to have too much crazy in the world, although you you and I know that that's not always true. Uh, You have, you know, Omicron going on. I don't even know what that is. I heard that word, I feel like, for the first time yesterday. It's the new variant of covid Oh, that's right. It was first identified in South Africa, which is why last week the U.S. Um, well, last week as of this recording, so um, last week the U.S. banned flights from several African countries, and a bunch of people took to Twitter and was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You said it was racist when Trump did it, and now you're doing it." And a bunch of people. <sighs> it's just. Makes for, you know, Twitter fodder, left and right. Uh, oh, it, joy. It's just wonderfulness. Oh, joy. But except for, the, what, the Rittenhouse uh, one, which was at, at the time of, you know, how this is going to be released, which was last week's episode, right? In mm. reality, it's we're not going too serious. It's more a little laid back because it's between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Christmas. And just, okay, we're going to just let it relaxing end of the year <laughs> for the most part but we'll see maybe tempers will flare today um, who knows so what we did uh to prep for today was both me and aaron and and i'll admit i have taken this before in the past and i will same. say this my results are completely different mine's the same than they were in the past mine's the same granted mine was literally just last may i think yeah so not so not, not very much, close not together. that much time has changed for you mine no um it's been years so the time has changed and things have kind of shifted in my own world and everything so mm-hmm. yeah it's different for me so and then we're getting ready and Aaron's like i have this idea <laughs> it's like i'm listening <laughs> he goes we should take it again but already my brain's going like why but the answer is you think the other person would answer i'm like i'm thinking to myself okay we're not married but okay <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Because, like, for me, answering the questions, I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about myself to answer these. You're like, the one who should know the most about yourself. I, is you. No. Or I just don't answer. And maybe I just don't answer well for myself. I don't know. So I was like, well, I should have somebody else answer for me so I know what I am. <laughs> it's see here. Okay. Oh, no. So you were taking this test, right? Correct. And you said something to... And I, and I had already started taking the test, so it didn't influence anything in that regard. But you said, oh, I put a lot of neutral. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Interesting. I did do a lot of neutral. I think I put three neutral for you. What? What? Yep. Holy crap. So, here's how we're going to do this, Mr. Oh, Johnson. no. First, yeah. you're going to reveal how, what you did for me. Then I'm going to reveal what I did for you. Okay. Then you're going to reveal yours. My own. And then I'll go through mine. Own. Okay? Okay. So, according to how you filled it out for me, what is my number one trait? Um... Eight? Eight. Yeah. Interesting. I think, right? That's what it says. Okay. Um, which I'm, I, I, I don't have the full so thing on it. So, eights. It's motivated. So, eights see themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. Mm -hmm. They rarely see themselves as having vulnerabilities and have the belief that they can handle pretty much anything that comes their way. Eights have easy access to their anger and as a result are sometimes seen as intimidating to others. However, eights typically see themselves as fighters standing for what is right and protecting the way. For what? Wait, what was that last part? <laughs> it protected, I'm sorry, I'm just laughing at it because I know my results and... Nope. <laughs> eight is probably one of my lowest scores. No way! What? No freaking way. Well, clearly yeah, I don't there's know that Yeah, one. that's the second lowest score of mine altogether um it was only followed by three three was one point lower oh my oh my gosh <laughs> so here can i see your phone because because no! I, I, I want to see like these act the actual chart that that you got for me <laughs> oh wait what is wait what i i look, i don't know what i'm doing on this thing i'm gonna switch chairs real quick because i don't like this chair anymore okay okay so if i'm looking at this chart right Yes. Eight is very prominent on this chart that it you have for me. very prominent. Followed by one, two, one and three, which are pretty even. Mm -hmm. Two is just below that, and six is just below that. And then there's four, five, and four, se five, seven, nine. Okay, so according to how you think I would have answered this, how you see me, Mr. Johnson, yeah. you see me as strong and powerful, I staying up do. for what I believe in, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Okay. <sighs> Uh, you see me as one, um, everything must be in order, and the film, they all must be right. They show yes. great commitment and determination improve conditions. They find the improvement. Okay. And then three, which, so one and eight are what they call body types in, 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 in the Enneagram type huh. scale. Uh, body types are driven by instinct and are tuned into one of their five senses as a primary means of gathering information. Body types often feel their emotion and reactions in their stomach and have a gut sense for things. 
For body types, the core emotion is anger. <sighs> so you see me as an angry individual. No, Got it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, three is a what's considered a heart type. Okay. Uh, heart types are driven by their emotions and their desire to connect with other people. Heart types are driven by a strong sense of empathy and their sense of what people are experiencing, both themselves and others. Mm-hmm. Heart types, the core emotion is sadness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you you said three. For me, threes are defined by their desire to achieve. They want to advance the world and will sacrifice almost anything for success, vigorously pursuing tasks and becoming utterly absorbed in the pursuit of attainment. Wow. Interesting. And then yeah. followed up by two, which they want to be liked and find ways that they can be of service to others so that they can belong. What did you do to this poor test? I don't know. I <laughs> and don't know. sixes. Sixes are preoccupied with security, seeking safety, and like to be prepared for problems. Okay. So that's how I you see, see me. that one more. Interesting. Interesting. I, th- I think. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Someone in show no. Oh no. All right. I'm really nervous for yours. Why? I don't know. So com- I mean, coming in yeah. coming in for you, Mr. Johnson. Yeah. With ninety-eight points, ninety-eight percentile. <laughs> oh. Um, it's of the body type. Uh. Remember, body types, core motion is anger, driven by instinct, tuned into uh. their five senses. They have a gut sense for things, right? Yeah. I will read the definition Ow. of yours. Uh-oh. This number is defined by a desire to leave, live in peaceful harmony with yep. the environment. Yep. They want a sense of balance and calm and aspire to be a kind of homeostasis where nothing disturbs their inner peace. Yep. They tend to be easygoing and accepting of what is happening around them, but can become resistant and willfully oblivious when something in the environment threatens to throw them off balance. Yep. That's a nine. I'm a nine. Yep. That's a 98% according to how I answered it for you. <laughs> Sick. Okay. Yeah. Followed by, and I'm just okay. double checking here. Yeah. Followed by a seven. Followed by a seven. Seven is one of the head types. Head types are driven by intellect and tend to analyze and rationalize their emotions. Oh. Core motion is fear. <laughs> Gosh dang it. <laughs> Sevens. Sevens are defined by their desire to experience everything good and pleasurable that the world has to offer, while avoiding pain, boredom, and limitations. Hmm. Although sevens appear enthusiastic and fun-loving, deep down, they have a fear of getting stuck in negative emotions. (gasps) Thus, they tend to disconnect from their deeper feelings, instead focusing on the imagination and zest for life to keep them moving forward (gasps) and gathering new pleasurable experiences. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is crazy. I know. I read that. I was like, oh, that is Johnson in a nutshell right there. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny. It's kind of weird at the same time. Why is it weird? I don't know. It's kind of scary. So the next one for you yeah. is, um, it, let's see here. It is this number, which is a heart type. A heart type. The core motion is sadness. Heck yeah. This number wants to be liked and find ways that they can be of service to others so that they can belong. They have a strong need to be affiliated with others and pursue acceptance by being kind, caring, and helpful. They are highly altruistic and empathetic and often have an intuitive sense of what other people need and want. They sometimes give too much of themselves because they are so eager to be connected with others. That is a number two. (laughs) 
<laughs> why, why the face? Facial expression in. That seems. Wow. Kind of. Yeah. It's home. <laughs> so that, that, that's how I looked at it for you, sir. Yep, when no, I answered, I, I was I like. I feel like you nailed it. <laughs> I was like, this is how I think Aaron would answer this question. Like the one of, I like to be unique. I was like, strongly, yes. That doesn't oh, yeah. strongly agree with that one. I feel I am unique in my friends that, yes. <laughs> you know, and then the other one's like, I know what I'm doing in five years. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so mine was, it was, what was it for you though? It was, it was nine. Nine, seven, and two. two. Those are the big three, the three biggest Interesting. ones. Interesting. Okay. I know, and if you look at the pie chart that I have, yeah. like, you know, your pie chart, like almost all of them are exploded out and then like, there's like three that aren't right. Okay. Yours, there's only four that are exploded out. The, yeah. the next one, highest one for you is uh four. Okay. Which I believe is also a heart type. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, fours, they're defined by the belief that they are different from other people and by their feeling of envy for what others have. Fours have the sense that something is missing in their lives and worry that they will never have the happiness that our people experience. At their cores, four passionately long for the type of deep connection that will make them feel whole and accepted. Whoa. Interesting. You know, so it, th- that's kind of, you know, some of the stuff out there that that it has that I was like, this is when I came across the various questions. I was like, yeah, I will answer this. So... So what do you think of that, Aaron? How how that defines you? Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yep. I I, you know it. And a lot of people, they I don't know. Let me ask you this: How much stock do you put in like personality tests like this? How much what stock? Oh, what is stock? What? How much stock do I put into it? Like, how much do you believe in them? Oh, I don't know. It's weird. Why is it weird? Because it's like, I mean, some of it seems like very accurate. Okay. But. So, I mean, like, I'd, I'd believe it, but at the same time, I'd, uh, I don't know. I mean, things are you know, up to change as time goes. Well, I mean, as clearly for you, things have changed for you since the last time you answered. Right. Well. And things will change for everyone pretty much. Right. Over time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I would agree with what it says at the moment, but is it up to change? It could. Okay. So it might not be true forever, but it seems like I feel like they probably would be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess it depends on what happens in life, I suppose. Yeah. So now that you kind of know that, right? So uh-huh. uh, according, uh, again, according to mine, right, uh, nine being the biggest one, um, yeah. what, what is, what, what do you think is the characteristic role of a nine? What do I think the characteristic role of a nine is? Yeah. According to the, you know, their traditional anagram. Uh, this is the peacemaker. Yep. Peacemaker mediator. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The basic fears of loss. Fragmentation and separation. The desire to be whole and have a peace of mind. Yeah. The temptation to avoid conflict and avoid self-assertion. 
your vice, according to this, again, this yeah. is according to this table, right? Yeah. Sloth. I'm a sloth. Your virtue, action. I'm a sloth? <laughs> <laughs> your holy idea is love. My holy idea? That's what they call it, the holy idea. Like, what's the thing that you like? You like you love and pursue and all that, which in light of other uh, conversations that me and you have, me and you have had, I laugh at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and so I just kind of laughed a little bit. This is fun. <laughs> All right. What, what were the top numbers again for me? Could you give me the numbers ah, again? Shoot. I got rid of it. I know it was eight. Um, um, oh, you read it. Frick. Yeah, I read it. It doesn't mean I, I remember it. No, I know. I don't. Because I got rid of it. <laughs> you can't go back to your history. As incognito. <sighs> <laughs> of um, course. All right. Because it, um, it was... It was Eight, which is the what type? Okay. That was the body type. Yep. The next one was... So, I know eight... Next one was, uh, I thought, a heart type or something about being sad. Oh, yeah. It was It was eight, one... I think it was eight, one, three, two. Oh, well, there's three because I thought... or Yeah, eight, one, three, because then two was a little bit indented. Yeah. And then I believe it was six. Yeah, it was six okay. then. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I, I I asked that, yeah. So that way I can have it on record for when I say, "Here's the one that when I took it." <laughs> and, this is what I got, and you can go, "Oh, <laughs> oops." <laughs> I, I just find it interesting, also, yeah. you know, taking this right because you're taking it for me, and you know, yes. I take it for you. How part of that is how you see the other person as well. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And it's just like, huh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, what is what does this tell you, Paul? <laughs> I don't know what it tells me yet. Mm-hmm. Other than you have a weird sense <laughs> of who I am. <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> I guess so. Now I feel yeah. weird. <laughs> and, and I'll say this. Th- these types of tests are not like the end-all be-all of anything. No. They're just more for fun, but also hopefully to get you a little insight into your own personality and how you think and do things and then you can kind of look at it and be like huh that's interesting right and be like yes i do do that or no i don't do that at all uh incorrect yeah you know now don't be don't be uh fooled you know the the enneagrams like all things in all weirdness of science you know they're, they're like wow these are, this is a pseudoscience and, you know, all that, which t- psychology, it's basic personality psychology. It, it's not the most in-depth thing. You know, each personality is not going to fit into one of these enneagrams perfectly. It's more no. just for, I guess you could say, fun, personal reflection, personal self-discovery, learn a little bit about yourself, learn a little bit about others around you, yeah. learn a little bit about those in your family <laughs> and why yeah. maybe you do or don't get along so well. Because these these questions were not hard questions. These aren't like hard philosophical deep questions. These are like, I like to be prepared for the unknown. Strongly agree, strongly disagree, or neutral. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> neutral. 
It is interesting. So I was a nine, seven, and two. Yeah. For you. So. Okay. Mr. Johnson. Yeah. When you took the test, and you yeah. took it last night, correct? Yeah. All right. I did. What was your number one? It was nine. Nine. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So I got that on the dot you for you. You got that on the dot. <laughs> okay. What was your next one? So on here, the next one is four. Okay. And then it's. I can see that. I, f- I feel like I like seven more though. <laughs> Remember how you used, like, how I did all neutral? <laughs> that, might <be> yeah. <laughs> that might be partially why. Yeah. But then it's a close call between five and two. I think five is, five is a little bigger. Interesting. Okay. But, hey, I got the number one right. Oh, yeah. Well, one and then. Well, I'm, the when I say five, number one, yeah. like the, the nine. Yeah, the main, yeah. the basic the main, the main one. Yeah. The one that makes you basic Aaron basic. Ah. Yes. I got, I got that. Interesting. <laughs> Nailed it. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like I like, I, <laughs> what? part of me likes your results more than my, my own results. But then again, like I said, and you said, I did a lot of neutral stuff. So. Yeah. That doesn't help that you. plays. Yeah. That doesn't Yeah, help. Okay. Uh, what was the percent match on that one for you when you took it? Oh, geez. I, do, do, does it tell you somewhere in here? Yeah, it does. If you go oh. down to that oh. type number in, in Wait, your what? report. It's, hold up. Wait, what? Eight's not big. Eight's small. What? So your score for the, oh, for body types. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't read that. Uh, nine, it says, holy crap, 98%. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Wow. Which, remember when I did yours? That's why I got it for you as well. Yeah. 98. Yep. Yeah. That's All right. so funny. Cool. What the heck? So if you go down to end your report to down to the in a nutshell area, right? Oh, okay. Yep, I'm there. Yep. Yes. What are your strengths and what are your challenges according to this? And again, I say according oh. to this because... You know, there, there, it's up for debate where it's, you know, truly accurate or not, but I have a feeling for you it might be kind of close. <laughs> See what I said? Stop. <laughs> okay, strengths. Agreeable and accommodating. Yep. Easygoing and likable. Uh-huh. <laughs> Good at finding compromises middle ground. Your compromise is a middle ground, or you go, I'll just do what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to do? That's cool. Yeah, cool. That uh-huh. works. Yep. It depends, though. All right. Challenges. Yes. Out of touch with own needs. Yep. Faces, is, well, faces problems with passive resistance instead of head on. Uh-huh. Has trouble taking decisive action. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Keep, keep scrolling down. What's your core weakness? Oh, no. It's sloth. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> A laziness and inactivity pursuing 
one's own interest and agenda. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. What's your core belief? Oh, no. What I want isn't that important, so I'll just go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> this thing has you to a T. Oh, my gosh. And what's the core fear? I don't want to know. Um, having needs and desires that create friction or divide. Oh, my gosh. So having needs and desires that create f- friction or divides between people, thus driving other people away. Oh my gosh, I hate this. Why do you hate it? (laughs) Is it describing too much internal? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Wow, I didn't expect any of this. Okay, go down to core desire. Um, Oh, because what, should I read the thing? Oh, go ahead. It says, nines tend to preempt their fear of loss by pushing down. Any potential areas of conflict within within themselves. They may not be conscious of having a fear of losing relationships, but their approach to those relationships to push their own needs aside in favor of accommodating others reflects their fear of losing people if they demand too much. (laughs) Does it cut too deep to the core? Yes! Whoa! To maintain <laughs> core desire, uh, to maintain a sense of p- peace and harmony with the environment, to be connected with other people without losing a sense of self. Okay. Okay. Um. How about <sighs> don't and don't read like the all the like the the text behind it, but where are the core the traits? Traits. Uh, harmony. Uh, passivity, disconnection from self, inertia. What? what? Okay. Well, if you want to read that one to understand it, go ahead. Yeah, nines rarely initiate projects and have trouble taking decisive action on their own. They tend to go along, yeah, go along with things, have strong inertial drive to action. Okay, the ab and the absence of outside forces pushing them along. Nines can become break. <laughs> Nines can become stagnant, directionless, and unproductive. Uh huh. Wow, this one just got right to the core on you, didn't it? Boy, oh, I hate this. This is really interesting, though, actually. Um, and then the last one being a routine. So, yeah, keeping themselves busy with the tasks of daily life and take pleasure in simple chores that bring comfort, order, and or aesthetic uh, sensibility to their surroundings. Because nines rarely have grand plans or specific long-term goals, their focus is on keeping the little things humming along. And they enjoy getting caught up in ordinary activity. Hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. So maybe scroll down a little bit (sighs) to at work. Okay. Is that like way down? Uh, It's a couple pages down. I'm not going to have you go through your childhood origins and your emotional life. The good and the bad. Oh, that's in relationships. Uh, uh, That's up to you. I, uh, 
<laughs> oh gosh, I don't know. Okay. The good, agreeable, accommodating, and accepting often let their partners take the lead. A uh, gentle, peaceful presence. Uh, maybe? Okay. I say peaceful? I don't know all the time. I mean, I can be, I'm sure. Angry music for happy people. Yeah. You listen to angry music, and then you're happy, and then you're peaceful. Yeah. 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 The bad tend to ignore difficulties and problems. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Avoid conflict and repress <gasps> anger. Oh boy. <laughs> Become passive aggressive when unhappy. Oh my gosh. When unhappy with how things are going. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you said the next one of those at work? Yeah. Okay. And then they'll say, like, what the, the nine, nine needs. needs at work? Clear structure and milestones. Respect for the nine's boundaries and priorities. Uh, space and privacy to accomplish tasks without distraction. Oh my gosh, yeah. Okay, scroll down more. All right. What can a stressed nine be described as? Stressed nines can be described as dissociated. Yeah, dissociated, disinterested, unaware, negligent, unconscious, impotent, oblivious. <laughs> Wait, what the heck is this? A lethargic and recal... Wait, what? Recalcitrant? Let me see. What? The second second to last one. I've never seen that word before. Recalcitrant. I don't know what that word is. I have no okay. idea what that is. What about the average nine? Conflict avoid, easygoing, resistant, passive-aggressive, stubborn, <laughs> complacent, disengaged, inattentive, wait, inattentive, vague. What? See, but that's, okay, that's interesting. That's weird. That, that, that's what it's saying is the, at, if, you, if the nine when at average psychological health, in other words, you're not stressed, you're not feeling great, you're just every day, you're feeling okay, yeah. that's like, I'm vague. <laughs> that's so weird. At least I, f- I find the vague one weird. Why? Because it's true. <laughs> well, but no. Well, okay, it depends. Because with there's been times at work, especially when, like when we've had like um um the the, the like audits or the, some ISO whatever mm-hmm. thing. They always just say the air just be super vague, just be really, and I I never can. Like I might start off being like it, right? But then something comes to my head. I'm like, oh, and then this. And they're like, shut up. <laughs> I'm like, so in that aspect, I guess I'm not vague, but I can easily see I'm, prom- I'm vague in just about anything else. <laughs> Unless okay. you get me talking, then that can change. Okay. What about a thriving mental health? Humble, accepting, calm, creative, patient, supportive, receptive, and cooperative. Okay. And finally, what are your two wings? My two wings. Wait. Should say your wing expression. Yeah. So, so well, it says wings and then, oh, yeah, you're uh, eight and one. Eight and one. Interesting. Two of the higher ones I scored for you. What the heck? <laughs> Actually, no, I take that back. No, I did not score those higher for you. Why am I thinking? 
No, you scored those high for me. That's right. Oh, never mind. Oh, okay. I did not score those high for you. Yeah. Okay. You got anyone interesting? Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's what I want to know. So, what do you think about that now? After going through that, reading through the results yeah, that, like that, <laughs> how how accurate it did that get you, Mister Johnson? Uh, pretty darn good. Okay. Yeah. At the moment, I would say that 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 that, that cut through pretty good. <laughs> okay. That was fun. All right. So, yeah. like I said, mine has changed over the years, right? I would say probably yeah. in the past, um, I definitely probably would have been like more in that nine phase at least. More nine, uh, maybe a little bit more of the, what was it? Let me actually pull my old results here. Yeah. So, before my largest one was six. Your largest one was six. Yep. Do you want to guess which one is my largest one right now? Which one your largest one? Yeah, yeah. What, what's what's my highest scoring one right now? A, th- a nine. <laughs> no. Uh, the th- three. No. No. That's my lowest. Oh, three. Uh, Threes are defined by their desire to achieve. That's my lowest. That's your lowest. That is my lowest. What? So remember, uh, me and you had a conversation a few weeks ago where I was like, "Yeah, if I throw right up and like <laughs> like a Ricky or something like that, you know, I'm going through a midlife crisis." <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, where I was like, "Yeah, I want to do a little more creative stuff and all that." Well, guess what? My number one is four. Four. Fours are defined by their belief that they are different from other people and by the feeling of envy for what others have. Fours have the sense that something's missing from their lives and worry that they will never have the happiness that other people experience. At their core, fours passionately long for the type of deep connection will make them feel whole and accepted. Fours are also described as the creative type. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah. That's crazy. I see that. I get that. Really? You get that. Could could you fill me in? Because I, I was like, huh? Well, because, I mean, you've been talking about doing more creative stuff. Yeah. So, so it's like, that makes sense. Fours. Creative. Here, here's their like quick hits for it. Creative, quirky, self-aware, passionate, offbeat. The individualist. <laughs> That's awesome. I saw that. I was just like, are you... So wait, so wait, so do you feel like that's it's accurate? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, but I'm still like seriously. <laughs> I got a 98 percent on that, right? Yeah. My next okay. one was two at 96 percent. Jeez. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Again, nowhere near where you hit. Well, I, was, I was way out of range. <laughs> I, 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 yep. Um, twos, I think you hit on this one too. Um, twos like to be liked, find ways that they can be a service to others. That mm-hmm. They belong. They have strong need to be affiliated with others and pursue acceptance of being kind, caring, and helpful. Yeah. So <laughs> that was my. I ne- definitely see that. That was my next one. After that, though, it was nine. After that, it was nine. After that, yeah, that's my third one. Okay. Um, and then my fourth one is five, actually. Uh, which fives, 
they are believing they are driven by belief that their resources are scarce. They don't have enough of what they need. Unlike other types who go out into the world to get what they need, fives instead aim to need as little as possible. To achieve this, they withdraw from the world, retreating into their, mind, into their mind to conserve their time, energy, and other resources. Hmm. Interesting. I was like, okay. Okay. That's interesting. Uh-huh. So going down into the in a nutshell area, right? Yeah. The strengths. Deep emotional awareness. Mm. This one I was I was like, okay. <laughs> Brings a sense of romance and drama to the everyday. Wow. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> I bring a sense of drama or romance? <laughs> well, I can see it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Pathfinder. <laughs> No, no, no. That's me introducing chaos. Okay, you're right. A lot of drama, chaos. Eh, Yeah, but this is saying to the everyday, not to a game or... Okay, true. I'm setting this out. True. Okay. Um, The next one. Attuned to creativity and the arts. Nonconformist. Supports individual expression. Yeah, I I agree with that one. Yeah. Um, Idealistic and aspirational. Okay. Challenges. Mm-hmm. What are your challenges? You don't have any challenges. What are you talking about? Bored by the mundane. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can be self-absorbed. Yes. Feels distant from other people. Oh, heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Can be unproductive and ineffective when wrapped up in emotion. Oh, been there so uh, many times. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and has trouble feeling gratitude and appreciation for the present moment. Has Less been. so nowadays than before. Right. Okay. Uh, core weakness, envy. Please, others have something that you don't. Mm-hmm. Eh. Wait, well, I don't remember what mine was now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Core belief, I am different and misunderstood. Yeah, I can go along with that. Sure. <laughs> what is my core fear then? According to them, right? Yeah. According to them, it's being ordinary, unspecial, or insignificant. Living a mundane or unimportant life. Being abandoned or rejected because of some inherent flaw or deficiency. I can agree with that last one. Oh. Um, Forced and to feel sadness more readily than fear. So, yeah, yeah. Core desires. Mm. To find true understanding and an authentic and unique identity. To connect deeply with another special person who appreciates my uniqueness. You are very unique. Oh, that I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. Core traits. Emotionality. Seeking the unattainable. Feeling of an inadequacy. Melancholy and artistic sensibility. Oh my gosh. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. In relationships, according to this again, the good, keeps relationships fresh and exciting. I disagree with that one. I think I am boring. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Unless you call your parent daddy, and then that just creeps <laughs> me And I, and then I, I keep it fresh by running. <laughs> I'm out of dipping. <laughs> like okay, in 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 Hispanic culture, it is common for uh, a man to call his wife mama. Mm. But that is still weird for me. I I, I couldn't do it. Like okay. if I was in a relationship, yeah. I wouldn't go, hey, mama. <laughs> no, mama. That, 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 that's just, just no. Just, that, 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 that's the same as 
the whole the daddy thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I know it shouldn't be bad, but it just has so much social bad connotation and context around it. That I just right. Can't, just can't get behind it. Yeah. Anyways, let me continue on with the good. Apparently, I'm devoted to the idea of romantic love. Nice. And I'm passionate. Well, I mean, I I would believe that. The bad. I'm often disappointed by reality. Well, who isn't? <laughs> oh, here's one. I can see me doing this. Provoke partners when they feel neglected. <laughs> I can see me doing that. Be like, I need to invoke a little chaos into my life. You're ignoring me? Fine, I'm going to act out. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. <laughs> Want what they can't have. Interesting. Mm. Because of their romance nature, force can be exciting and provocative partners. For, wait, for, why what? Fours. Fours. Oh, fours. Unfortunately, the reality of love tends to fall flat when oh. compared with their romanticized idealism. Oh, man. Wow. Fours have a char- characteristic push-pull pattern in relationships. They romanticize people who are unattainable, imagining how wonderful magical life would be if they were able to connect. But once a person is actually close enough to achieve real intimacy, the relationship loses its luster to the four. Uh, I could see. Yeah, I could, I've done that before. <laughs> huh. Uh, the everyday realities of the relationship again seem mundane, even boring, and the four wonders is that all there is. In a particularly unhealthy patterns, fours may cut things off with a person who they've grown disillusioned with, only to idealize and pursue them again once they're at a distance. Yep, I've done that before. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> Ouch. 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 <laughs> Creating a perpetual cycle of longing and disappointment. Oh. Oh my gosh, this is rough. At work, fours need creative control, sense of being special, emotional connection to work, and recognition for unique accomplishments. Heck, yes, <laughs> on all four of those. <laughs> I am four squared. <laughs> fours typically want complete creative control over their work, often described as artistic, and many are. Even those fours who do not consider themselves artistic still need to ex- exercise self-expression what they do. Because fours are so emotionally driven, they struggle in workplaces where they expect to do things and not feel authentic to them. Tasks that are overly prescriptive feel burdensome and demotivating. Hmm. Huh. A stressed four. Stressed fours are listless. Listless? Listless. Depressed. Obsessive. Self-loathing. Hopeless. Alienated. Isolated. Morbid. Oh my self-destructive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, that's a heavy list. The average four when they're not normal. Yeah. They are emotional, oversensitive, dramatic, <laughs> self-absorbed, intense, moody, melancholy, envious, self-indulgent. What? A thriving four. Thriving. They are self-aware. They're compassionate. They're introspective, intuitive, empathetic, sensitive, idealistic. Deep and creative. Yeah. The wings. The three wings. and five. Three and five. So five is the one I scored the highest on. Yeah. Fives are detached analytical people. Yep. Which, you know, is where I have a lot of stuff from before. Yeah. Who want to understand the mechanics of the world and preserve their independence and personal space. Yeah. Contributions of the five wing. Objectivity, distance, emotional control, and rationality. And then... Three is the other one. 
uh, which is the achievement-oriented, competitive people. Uh, and that contributes results, focus, productivity, conformity, and use of social networks. Oh, social network. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It, that is... Um, Interesting. So I, I didn't have I didn't have you scroll down on your PDF yet because uh, I want to get through the top results first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I look back at that and, and I and I read through it all already, so I knew what like all the wings were and all that. So oh, that's okay. why I was like yeah. not surprised, but I was like, yes, all this got steep. <laughs> you know, it, even if you disregard this as pseudoscience or it's not fully scientifically baked and all that. Anything that helps you, I think, get a little bit better understanding of who you are as a person is probably mm-hmm. pretty good. Right. And if you look, actually, I don't know if you noticed this when you went to their website or not. Uh-uh. Um, so the website that what, that both me and Aaron took, because obviously we had to take the same test, so that way it was kind of based on the same, you know, grading criteria. Yep. Uh, the well, place that both of us went to is uh, truity.com, T-R-U-I-T-Y.com. If you go there to truity.com and click on personality test, this isn't sponsored. This isn't anything. We don't nope. get anything. Nope. You can go and take the test for free. And then if you want the actual like detailed deep dive, like, uh, what you we know, were just doing. what we were just doing. But there's actually more. There's actually more text involved oh, yeah. uh, that we just kind of skipped over. But if you notice... In the last 30 days, they've done 1,152,931 tests. Wow. So it's not like Easy. it's not like no one's doing them. It's there's mm-hmm. people doing them. You know, crazy. Mm-hmm. So, Aaron, if you want to open your PDF back up, right? Okay. If you scroll down past the wings. Okay, so wings. Arrows, blah, blah. Keep going. Yep. Get down to what makes you unique. Oh boy. Okay. Where are you? What makes me unique? What are your top three personality superpowers? Okay. Uh caring. What'd you get for that? Uh thirteen? Okay. Oh, out of twenty. Okay. Uh emotional awareness. Which is what'd you get on that? Twelve out of twenty. Okay. And then individualism interesting which what? was 12 out of 20 interesting okay so before you move on to the next section right yeah so the top two i got the same thing caring and emotion really yep however you just way different scores okay higher caring i got 20 out of 20 frick <laughs> <laughs> uh emotional awareness 19 out of 20 oh my gosh it's so low. I guess I just don't care that much. And then what was the third one you got? Individualism. I got analysis. I got 19 out of 20 on that. <laughs> what the heck? So what does this mean? I'm just, well. So. Wait. I'd be curious. Ah, so, now I'd be curious so, if it would be through yours. So caring, right? Yeah. You instinctively reach out to others in need and the people around you know you to be the sort of caring, evolved person that they can count on for support. Although you may sometimes overcommit yourself, there's no doubt that you are an asset to your community and a person that others are happy to have in their corner. As long as you're careful not to agree to do more for others than you are really capable of, you'll, you'll bring altruism and connection to any community you're involved with. Mm-hmm. So that's for caring. For emotion. Mm-hmm. Your emotional experience is deep and 
nuanced and you are highly tuned to what you're feeling. I can understand why you got 12. (laughs) 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 And I'll say this, Aaron, is because I know you and you tend to just kind of like squirm away from the strong feeling things. This is very true. So that's that's why I can see Uh, a a 12 there. Um, Where others may struggle with understanding their emotions, you are typically able to describe, I think they got a boo-boo on yours. (laughs) Describe yours clearly and in detail. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Your emotions may sometimes overwhelm you. Yeah, as long as you're conscious of keeping yourself in balance, your awareness of your feelings help you experience life to the fullest. So for mine, mine was analysis. So I'll read that and then you can read your... Individualism. Yeah. Analysis. um, You wouldn't dream of doing something without thinking it through. And you typically have a deeper understanding of the situation than the people around you. Simply because you take the time to really think about it. While you may sometimes be accused of overthinking things, and in fact you are prone to getting stuck in analysis when you should be taking action. You know, this is very true. Uh, for the most part, your thoughtfulness allows you to understand more deeply, predict more accurately, and set more detailed goals. Rather than react too quickly, that I do not do. I do not react quickly at all. Mm. You take time to ponder. Yes, I do. With mm. the result of your choices tend to be well thought out and carefully considered. Yeah, I agree with a lot of this, except for the fact that I don't necessarily agree that I, my ideas are more thought out than everyone else's but mm. i i do tend to analyze deeply before i go and react to something yeah okay years individual all right well individualism <sighs> you're not one to follow the herd <laughs> well you scored decently low on this one too yeah it's true um and you make decisions based on your own values and goals i mean uh, not the expectations of other people. You think of yourself as unique and different from others, which can sometimes make you feel somewhat distant, but this attitude gives you original perspectives on things and makes you more likely to make choices that are right for you instead of simply doing what's expected of you. Okay. Interesting. So, if you scroll down a little bit more, yeah. your top three personality blind spots. Oh, no. Okay. Man, I just, I, it's probably because I did so many, like, neutrals. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm just in that middle ground on everything. <laughs> um, so, first one is impulsivity, which is a 12. Okay. Uh, pessimism at a 10 and then present focus at 10. Wow. None of ours overlapped here. Mm. Mine. Alienation at a 19. Wow. Obedience at 16 and avoidance at 15. Wait, what was the second one? Obedient. Obedient. Okay, that's okay. So alienation. You feel separate from other people and tend to think others can't truly understand you. Most likely you go around people who made you feel like an outsider. Mm. There's nothing wrong with preaching yourself as a unique person, but everyone needs a sense of belonging. Uh, somewhere out there are people who are just as offbeat as you are and who will make your life feel finally understood. So that one was a 19. It's like, hey, it, and what this section is, is like, hey, these are things that they're not always negative, but you got to be aware of them because there, there's something that, that might cause you stress or something else down. Again, this is assuming that the personality of nine or four, in my case, is my 
real personality and then, right. you know, fully think. The obedience one, that one's interesting. Um, you're someone who does what you're supposed to do and you feel the rules are in place for a reason. You value correctness and predictability and expect our people to toe the line as well. I don't know how this one got in there because I think that's a mistake. Mm. Um, while this approach means others see you as steady and reliable, okay, others see me as steady and reliable, even though not necessarily, can it also make you closed off to creative ideas? Except I do the opposite. I do creative ideas for everything. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that one got in there somehow. I don't know how. Pain avoidance. Oh, I can agree with this one 100% without even reading it. Nobody wants to feel sad, right? Avoiding painful situations or emotions is natural, but you take it to an extreme. What goes up must come down, and moments are inevitable in life that life is full and rich. By avoiding what's difficult, you're also shutting yourself off to some of the most beautiful experiences in life. Reconsider the idea that you should never feel blue, and reassure yourself that if you allow yourself to feel sadness, eventually it will pass. You'll find the happy times are even sweeter when you're not too determined to block out the negative. Eh, I don't know where that came in as well, but I agree with that first part. Nobody wants to feel sad, right? Pain avoidance, yay! <laughs> I, I agree, that, that is something I've definitely done in the past for sure. And I'm sure part of that is still influencing some of the stuff I do now. So, what are yours again? Oh. Um, impulsivity. You are easily distracted and often choose to enjoy the present moment. Squirrel! What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the present mo- moment rather than pursue a long-term goal. Your plans are frequently sidetracked by temptations and impulses, and you have trouble sticking with Ooh, things. New drum set. <laughs> sticking with things when they get too hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look! A new guitar just came out. <laughs> I got another one on the way. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. On the side... Wait. Oh, no. On, on the side plus. On the plus side, you are unlikely to be overworked or overstressed, and people probably know you as a fun-loving, carefree sort of person, but ultimately you struggle to stay focused on what you should do instead of what you want to do, which can make it difficult to achieve ambitious goals. Huh. <sighs> Speaking of which... How's the songwriting going? You may never be a nose <laughs> the grindstone type, but working on your willpower to serve you well, someday you'll want to achieve something like, oh, something that takes persistence and you'll need to understand how to buckle down and go after it. Yeah, songwriting is going <laughs> great. Uh-huh. Dude, I, oh my gosh. I had, an, I had another moment the other night, on a Friday night. I was sitting down trying to play some guitar and mess around. Quickly got upset. I was like, you know what? Might as well just get rid of everything. And then, yeah. <laughs> I see. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, but I still haven't gotten rid of it yet. I, I'm just saying interesting in light of all that you just read. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Pessimism. You may consider yourself realistic, not pessimistic, but the fact is that you won't. Oh, that you often expect things to turn out poorly. Oh, yeah. While this means you're not usually disappointed, never got your hopes up in the first place. Yeah, wow. It also means that you're hesitant to go out on a limb to try something that may not work out. Hmm. You may miss out on valuable 
opportunities because you fail to think about the potential upside and you may satisfy yourself with less than optimal circumstances because you don't imagine that there's a better alternative. Remember that most forward progress starts with positive vision for the future. There's nothing wrong with being aware of the risks, but a balanced viewpoint takes into account the potential benefits as well. So, in light of that, how do you, how do you feel this test kind of identified uh, you as a Mr. Aaron Johnson? That one was a good one. Ooh, that one was a good one. Did it hit a, hit a little too deep to home in some cases? Maybe. <laughs> well, like, it, I, I don't know. Um, shoot, the last one being present focus. So... I'm curious to see what this is. Uh, you are you are a grounded sort of person, tuned into what's happening now. Okay. Uh, you don't spend much time thinking about the future or imagining what might come next. And, I mean, okay. You're way ahead of those multitasking folks who struggle to stay present, but you can also be a bit blindsided by life. Without a vision for the future, your path through life can be haphazard, and you may make decisions based on circumstance rather than a cohesive plan for what you want. Okay. Although nobody can predict the future, that doesn't make thinking ahead a waste of time, making a point to think about how you'd like to go. Wait, how you'd like your life to go will make it more likely that you will get what you want. Interesting. Yeah, there was something there I think was pretty good. So let me ask you this. Did this, Mr. Johnson, help you understand yourself a little bit better in any way? Um, I... Well, I feel like this stuff will, I mean, the stuff that I really, I mean, I agreed with, this stuff I already knew, it's just I didn't expect this test to have all this. You didn't You didn't expect it to be, like, so close to home, like, be uh, so accurate? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh-huh. So, I mean, yeah, that was, that. wow. That's quite impressive. All right. Quite impressive yeah i and i don't know if it necessarily you know made me learn something new about myself but some of the stuff it's like you look and you're like huh how much of that actually impacted me currently so for example right under childhood origins i didn't have you read any of it right no but in childhood, most fours experience a sense of loss or abandonment. This can be a profound loss, such as a death of a loved one, or something more subtle, like the loss of attention for parents. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, it's like, what? Hold up, what? <laughs> it's like, yep, 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 lost, lost parent, yep, 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 wow. yep. You know, stuff like that. And then you go down and you read, like, um, the emotional health, right? Um, yeah. And it's like... Where was it, right? Oh, uh, emotional life right here. Oh, fours are prone to sadness and even depression. 
I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So it's like how, I mean, I guess it's just a ton of studying on people that go into it and then just like categorize people. Yeah. So the idea is that there's like these nine different emotions essentially Mm -hmm. that then based on your answers to the test, reveal your Enneagram Mm -hmm. type deal. So, yes, apparently my name is Paul and I'm a four. And I'm a four. (laughs) I'm an Aaron and I'm a nine. Were you trying to, like, attract a mate just now? No, no, no. I'm just... (laughs) What what the heck was that? I was just saying I'm a nine. No, because you weren't just... That was a weird way to say it, Because you weren't just saying I'm a nine. You're like, my name is Aaron, and I'm a nine. What the heck were you doing? I'm a nine. I want to go play that back for your mother and see what she says. (laughs) (laughs) What? No thanks. (laughs) Uh Exactly. Are you avoiding something right now? (laughs) No! (laughs) Maybe. This is crazy. So do you think this will help you in any way? And, and what I think might, and what I'm thinking might be maybe more um, the new stuff that maybe you don't know, at least from me, mm-hmm. was the wings and the arrows. Okay. Because I, you don't necessarily think of those things like, oh, the wings, these are things that, you know, kind of accompany me, but the arrows, those are paths where maybe you could develop and work on things. Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you... So it, I know there's a plenty to work on. Yeah. So that's why it's like, oh, yeah, there's these things that you could probably um, do going forward um, with it. And I, and I like, at least for mine, it gave me like a mantra for the fours, which is don't believe everything you feel. Yeah. I was like, I right. mean, that should be true for... Which is about everybody. Mm. Yeah. What's the mantra for the nines? Dude, I don't remember. It's right above what makes you unique. What makes me unique? Oh, gosh, how far? That's almost near the bottom. That's right above your, that's right by your top three personality superpowers. Oh, okay. Uh, Oh, oh, what? Yeah, so wait, what what am I supposed to read? The The mantra mantra for for nines? I am important and what I want matters. I love immediately your face goes into a scowl. <laughs> as soon as you read that. What? <laughs> I don't believe that at all. <laughs> Gee, isn't that the whole point of what we just went through? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> R- remember, Aaron, we had a conversation and um, it was a while ago. And I said, You're such a pushover. <laughs> talked about that yesterday <laughs> yeah and then you go i have such push and go no you're not no i'm no, not I'm a pushover push and and i face palmed right after that yep. Ta-da! <laughs> you are a typical nine i'm a typical nine i would honestly like to see where josh fits into this yeah should have him take the test it'd be interesting have him take the test and have him bring that to the if we can get them for the New Year's. For the New Year's one? Yeah. That would be cool. Of course, knowing him, he'll take and then forget it and then lose it and then. <sighs> well, if you have to make an account, 
You don't have to, I don't think. I didn't have oh. to when I took it for you just now. Oh, I did. Well, whatever. I don't care. Well, no, 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 no. Not to get the result. Well, that, that first initial part of it. No, I'm saying like um, to pay for oh, yeah, your if personal you, one. Yeah, if you want the full like. Full on. What, how many pages is this report? I, do, I don't know, man. Uh, this report is. one on my phone. Good job. Yeah. It's called scrolling. It's 18 pages long in total. Wow. That's big. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in finding out your, what your own Enneagram is and what your own kind of, again, this isn't like the end MLB. all be all that like you're, this is going to be, you're doing, this is just you. It's kind of helps you maybe understand yourself a little bit best, better. So again, go to truity.com, go to personality test and go to the Enneagram test. There's obviously other types in there. There's the big five personality tests and the personality Myers and Briggs, uh, 16 types. There's that as well, but you know, do what, do whichever one you want to do, figure it out from there. But if anything, what this does is this helps you become a little bit more, um, emotionally aware of yourself has become, helps you become a little more aware of who you are, why you do what you do, why you avoid what you avoid, why you, um, excel at what you excel at. It's not uh, going to be a hundred percent guaranteed, uh, perfect proof analysis but it might give you a little bit more insight into some of this and help you understand and be a little bit better for for yourself and maybe grow a little bit in the process so what what do you think of your experience overall aaron did it's very enjoyable (laughs) but it was a little eye-opening for you i think so yeah I love yeah. how reluctant you are to say, I think so. Yeah. Was it also maybe a little bit gut punchy at times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, again, it's like, it's like that stuff I always kind of like had or in a sense like knew about myself, but then to read it out, they'd be like, oh, oh, yep. To actually say the words and read it out loud, yeah. it's a little bit different than just hearing it from someone else potentially. Yeah. See, now, and here's the thing. Now it, I, I'm not the only one who has to tell you these things. Now you can go back and read document and be like, I answered these questions. This is what I say about myself. (laughs) Yes. So see when people are making observations for you, it's not like they're just pulling stuff out of the air. It's they're being honest and truthful. Right. Right. So, Hey, you know what? Um, yeah, go take the test. And if you're, you know, relationship married, or you just for last with friends, have your friend take it for you and see how off base or how close it is. <laughs> right. See how well one friend knows the other and how unwell the other, one friend knows the other. As you just witnessed. I'm just playing with you. Don't worry. It's okay. I'm an oblivious person, okay? Yeah, we know that from the <laughs> yeah, test. Exactly. You're te- you are certifiably oblivious <clears throat> to everything going on in the world. Yes. Heck yeah. I like it. I'll take it. Do you now? <laughs> no. Not all the time. I don't like being oblivious always. Sometimes it's nice, though. When is it nice? Huh? I guess if it's something bad. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know. No, actually, no, oblivious sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. Maybe. Who knows? I'll find out. Maybe. Johnson, sometimes I wonder about you, man. Seriously. Me too.
because sometimes I just go, yeah, he's good. He's good. No, he is no, not, he's not good. good. <laughs> so <sighs> any other uh, thoughts before we go ahead and wrap up? I don't know. That was fun. That was, that was interesting. That, yeah, no, that was cool. All right. Yep. Well, hey, <laughs> like I said, you are certifiably oblivious. <laughs>